Alright, Black and Yellow, episode 4. Wow, is it really a 4 end? Yeah. Cronus is back here with... Bunny Man! <laughs> we, got, we got some shit to talk about. A lot of oh, stuff has happened. So much to talk about. Yeah, since going on. We got President-elect Trump. Woo. This is uh, it's a bitter pill to swallow for most of America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's... Uh... I'm still processing everything that's going on. Uh, how about you? How what, what are your? Uh... My thoughts were there were both shitty candidates. So e- either one of them, they were equally as shitty to me. So I, I couldn't. Do you, re- you really think they're equally as shitty? Yes, I really do. People always oh. question me on that. They're like, mm. yeah, but Trump's racist. So I'm like, yeah, but Hillary Clinton's done some racist shit too. She called kids super or uh, super predators. But you can't like that. compare their racism. Uh, yeah, I can. I mean, one one is one is a racist that says racist shit, but he doesn't pass racist <laughs> policies. You know, not yet anyway. At least this. We'll this see. Here's has, the thing, you know? though. Here's the thing: is we honestly do not know what's going to happen until some time passes. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, right now, everything is still speculation because we don't actually know. Who, what either side would have done, you know. Yeah. We won't know what about Hillary anyways. Well, I know, but, she, uh, I know what she did in the past, though. I think, so, so hmm, that's interesting. Equal, for me, the, I look at it a couple different ways. Is uh, If you were to not know anything about them and just read their policies and behavior on paper, I, I don't personally think you could say it's equal. I think, oh. I think Hillary is an actual politician that it she'd be like still upholding the status quo of whatever is going on now i think yeah. um which is a pro- that's another problem for and me, then but, yeah. Trump, yeah and i understand that and that's why there's another part of me that anarchist side that's like well fuck it this is we this is where we are where we are and yeah. it every i think there's a lot of people who think that cer- certain systems just need to burn down before they they change because yeah. they're never going to fix itself, you know. But um, I don't think Trump's going to burn it down right, so... No, yeah, but it's all it, so. pieces in a domino line, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. If, you, if you look at, like, for me... But, okay, here's the thing, then. Let me let me ask you this. it With Trump, do you feel that his behavior has encouraged a level of open racism that was not at the same level before well so the racist all this racist shit that's happening now those racists existed before trump yeah so but they weren't out like with in some places yeah but there's still like blatant racism in a lot of places right yeah but we're talking about more i think anyways keep going keep well going. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah i mean that being said uh, obviously the shit that he said um and stuff by omission by like you know the the clan i guess was supporting him and he sort of supported him I'm just like, okay, you got to like outright deny and like, like you have to distance yourself from organizations like that. And the fact that he didn't do that is a problem. So that, that's why a lot of people think that he's just an outright blatant racist. I think he's a, uh, a racist, but I don't think it's as bad as everybody thinks it is. More to your question, though, do I think that um, he incited racism? Because right, it's hard to deny right now. He incited like, actions of racism. Yeah, it's hard to deny right now because you're seeing a lot of racist shit happening, right? Like, people are, like, I heard, like, some lady got her her hijab taken off, and some lady was screaming that she could do that now but because Trump's before, in office. But even before, just the, the, his rallies, like, there's been no presidential campaign in recent history that has, even Bush and Palin and all them didn't have this level of open, like, uh, 
just allowing <laughs> and encouraging, you know. I mean, he was fucked up to a lot of people in the crowd in terms of being racist and just playing off of that. I, yeah, It's not even Trump. For me, he's just... Uh, it's... What is it? It's more... I think it started with, like, Palin, for instance. Like, hmm. you know, if you look at that campaign, that was when it did hit, at that time, a new level of, oh, you could just say whatever the fuck you want, like, <laughs> you know, and just make up complete, complete bullshit. And, uh, and, uh, and everybody was like, what? How do you do that? Like, and then, and then, but there's a phenomenon in psychology is that you, Anytime a new behavior is introduced into society, whatever, like, the moral, like, judgment is by different people doesn't matter. Because as soon as a new concept is introduced, then it's automatically given a um, right to live, like, for certain people, you know what I mean? So well, they, well, that's the problem, though, is that it's not really new. Like, No, but it is new. Like, the Tea Party, and what I'm saying is that it created a progression oh, okay. of... You're right, not talking about racism, like... No, not okay, racism. Okay. I'm talking about, like, a... Uh, so I'm rambling a little because I smoked, but uh, <laughs> no. But what I'm saying is, starting. I remember distinctly from that campaign, it started a new wing of right wing, uh, kind of like going more extremely to the right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And then with Trump, that's just a continuation of that of that process. Yeah, it's but like, this this is gonna be fucked up for me to say, mm-hmm. but. This is how I honestly feel. Is that with Trump, I understand. Like he's a, he's a total fucking scumbag. <laughs> but I knew what he was saying is shit that he at some point believed in, and I, I, he was being genuinely a genuine a genuine asshole. But he was still being genuine. That's like if I was in a room with that guy and I talked to him, I would imagine him to be exactly the same asshole that he was on screen, right? Yeah. But with Hillary, so Clinton, you'd rather have him have that. Or you say they're equally bad anyway. Yes. Okay. With Hillary Clinton, she did a lot of shit where she, she pandered way too much to people. And, well, actually, let, let's rewind a little bit. She pandered and she's just like this cold bitch. But, yeah. um, I mean, okay, then here's, the here's I guess, I'm starting to clarify now what my real problem is. It's not even the people. Because I don't give a shit about either of them. To me, what I'm trying to gauge and how I'm valuing it is... How is their behavior and their policies and decision-making skills going to make, like, real-world impact on policies, on cultural behavior, on... You know what I mean? Like, and so if I really look at just those two, Trump has already created so much crazy negative cultural, like, uh, paradigms to follow now, and so... Uh, yes, racism existed everywhere. And maybe on the flip side, this is what's needed to really bring it out so that the whole fucking world and everybody can see, like, this is actually America, well, too. I, you I know think what I mean? Part of it is actually a lot of backlash. And I think people didn't see it's it coming. But I fucking saw it coming. Yeah, I think this. I didn't see it coming. The social justice warrior movement, that, like, disenfranchised a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And um, it disenfranchised me because. These fucking adults want to sit there in their safe spaces and shit like that. I'm like, that's not the way it happens. Like, today, people are getting out of tests and out of, like, college because of the election. I was like, are you fucking serious? They're bringing pizza to calm people down in college. These are adults. Like, you need to, like, life grow goes on. Yeah, grow the fuck up. It's like, for real. Like, this is, this is the way the world works. It's not going to stop for you. Guess what? When you're fucking done eating your pizza and crying in your fucking pizza and your little fucking soy latte, President Trump is still going to be president. Like, that's not going to change. 
So, I mean, what you can do, though, is get a fucking education, learn how the fucking system works. And if you want to um, try to change the system, you have to learn the system first. And I think a lot of folks, they, they had no idea about the Electoral College, even though it's been around forever, like since mm-hmm. America's been created. But they were still surprised that you can still lose the popular vote. Well, especially because it already happened with Bush. Or with the popular vote. Yeah. Well, it's happened five times. Yeah. It wasn't just, it was, it was, there were three other times besides these recent two that people just totally forgot about. But it's like, yeah, the Electoral College is there. And uh, if you want to learn more about it, perhaps stay in school. I mean, they taught me that shit in high school. You know, I think for me, my personal lesson from all of this is that uh, I'm just more motivated to succeed and control my destiny because regardless of political parties or political figures, we're definitely heading into a very volatile, uncertain future where um, there is no stable government culture that will keep you safe at night and make sure you have a roof over your head uh, or just the general like kind of simple goodwill for the yeah. people of the country, which I think peaked in, you know, like World War Two kind of era. You know what I mean? Greatest and generation. Then, yeah, yeah, it is. the great, It is a great generation for a reason. You know what I mean? And so I think that despite, you know, all the all backward law, blah, 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 there was definitely still as, you know, a country, a sense of a general like we're in it together, like yeah, with we, the government and the people in a lot of ways. Yep. Um, and obviously as we modernize and world conquest got more complicated and stuff and the country matured and the powers that controlled it matured, I think it got more corrupt and twisted and confusing. But, um, so, but either way, what I'm saying is that I definitely see a seesaw that's going on. Like it, you're right. It is a reaction. Like Obama winning was a reaction to Bush. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause people were super pissed. Like by the end of his second term, it was definitely like, he his approval ratings were like complete shit and uh yeah and then obama came in and everybody thanked bush for that and then um and now it's the same thing you know you look at trump it's a reaction yeah. of people a, a large group of people being unhappy uh, of what is going on what happened under obama's um, uh two terms yeah i said i said this when so i voted for president bush the first time mm-hmm. and i actually i think i voted for him twice mhm <laughs> The only because I, I didn't, I think it was John Kerry who's going up against, right? Uh-huh. I just didn't believe in that guy. So, but I, I'm really like, I'm in the middle, right? So I'm, I'm fiscally conservative, but I'm uh, socially liberal okay. for the most part. And once I saw like he kept going more and more to the right, right. I was like, dude, we're totally fucked. I was like, they're, yeah. they're just, the more and more to the right that you go, they're just going to, the pendulum's going to swing. And then that's yeah. what we got with President Obama. I mean, yeah. he was pretty far to the to the left. And then I was like, well, fuck, when it swings back, we're going to be even more fucked because we're going to get some. That's what I mean. The pendulum yeah. keeps swinging wider and it's, wider. Yeah, it's going to keep going. That's why, you know, everybody uh, that's a citizen needs to not pretend that there's some sort of safety net for them when they're fucking 80 years old. <laughs> well, this, I mean, this is one of the problems. You have to control though. your life. Like the way that it's all set up. First of all, the two-party system is fucking retarded. I understand that we have more than one, more than two parties, but we really don't. Like, I was going to vote for Gary Johnson, to be honest with you, because he's more in line. Yeah, but, I mean, the guy, he couldn't secure 5%, so I'm just like, well, fuck it. And then people were sitting up there saying, vote for Gary Johnson, might as well be voting for for Trump, or, you know, or the other way around, that vote doesn't matter. I'm like, no, my vote, if if you're going to sit there and vote, your vote fucking matters. Don't try to sit there, just because they didn't vote for your person, 
Don't mm. try to disenfranchise somebody because you don't like who they're voting for. Like, I'm not mm. telling anybody out there not, hey, don't vote for Hillary. I'm telling you why I don't vote for Hillary mm-hmm. or why I don't vote for Trump. But I'm not saying that your vote doesn't matter if you vote for them. That's mm. pretty fucked up because it's important. And you have to, the reason why we have uh, a third party now is because people are super disenfranchised. This is the highest amount of votes that I any third party's ever growing, gotten. Though. Oh, that's yeah. The he, thing. Got, he got like over 4 million votes. Yeah. And I think that's going to keep growing with the right um, damage to the two party system and the right. You know, third party candidate coming out. Um, well, they need to have the third party candidates actually in the debates. Like nobody knew who the fuck Gary Johnson was unless you had unless you did research. But if he was in the debates on the national stage, it'd have been much better. People know who the fuck he was, and they would have a, they would have had a third option. But most people mm-hmm. don't know who the fuck Gary Johnson is. Yeah, um, I do agree. I think you're right in the sense it's fucked up to tell anybody that their vote doesn't matter because that's like the very core even though it really doesn't matter but yeah (laughs) (laughs) no it doesn't matter (laughs) at the moment but it matters over time yeah because like you said more people voted for him than ever before yeah so even though it's still doesn't actually change anything it's like cracks appearing in the dam you know yeah maybe the powers that be will be like Yo, let's create a third party so we could put our other fucking puppet figurehead yeah. in there, and then people will calm the fuck down because they think that they're voting for fucking somebody else. I don't know. That's my well, conspiracy. Trump theory, used to so. be first. He used to be a, a Democrat. Then he was independent, right. and he said if he didn't get the Republican ticket, he was just going to run third party. I know, and he's a true independent because he's all, he's all Trump. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> It's still he's just, no Republican. It's so he's hard to Trump believe that way. that guy is is that's our president. A fucking it a guy that was a reality TV like creator is our president now. Like this is this is seriously President Camacho shit right here. From See, but you saying that makes me feel like honestly that I think that a, li- a part of you a little bit. If you still had to choose between Hillary and I still Trump, man, still would, I have a laundry would... list of shit that I don't like about her. Seriously, <laughs> she's not for me. She's not li- likable at all, and yeah. she she fucked up. Part of this country with that uh, the Clinton crime bill that introduced the uh, introduced. Oh right, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's three strikes, strikes law. Yeah, that, yeah. That's a fucked up law, you know. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Um, and, th- and that's what I'm talking about. How she doesn't. But that say wasn't her, though. Shit. It was yeah. She there's things of her um, talking about the bill to um, what do you call it? But wasn't she just to promote doing that to back up her husband? Well, yeah, but still, she has to believe in it, right? I mean, she was promoting the bill. Does she had to believe in it. Look, if if. My girlfriend said some yeah. shit that I don't agree with and be like, I saw you. Like, I don't fucking agree with that shit. Right. And she was sitting there, like, talking about how it was a good bill and trying to pass it to people. To no, I mean, it. you don't have to believe in a, a lie to tell the, to do your job. Well, that's even worse. Like, if you're going to sit there and fucking lie in front of all those people to pass yeah. a law that's blatantly fucking racist. Right. You know what I mean? Let's it's fucked up. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, I'm just be careful about smacking in the ass. I hear you. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, things like that is the perfect example of when pre- or Trump says racist shit outright, but then Hillary Clinton does... She passes racist shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, which one's worse? Like, well, they're both equally as fucked it's up. It's still a theory because we have to see what Trump does. Yeah, yeah. Because what if he does change some laws or... You know, like, isn't it like the person he named for the head of environmental blah, blah, like EPA or whatever, like a climate change denier? I haven't looked into it yet. Because um, that's... Yeah, that's huge. That's yeah. actually huge. That's what I'm yeah. saying is like, the decisions of people in that cabinet are going to have real world effects yeah. of... And I think it'll just set things back or forward depending on the policies, you know. Um, well, what I'm going to do is, I've said this before, 
I'm going to give the guy the same chance that I gave sure. President Obama, right? I because, think that's fair. Yeah. That's fair enough. And I actually don't look at any Trump supporters in a judgmental, like, they're stupid, evil, blah, blah, blah way that liberals love to do. Um, I just see it more as we're all humans. Like, if you don't talk about politics, so many people are going to be like, you don't have a problem with them as a one-to-one basis, yeah, right? Yeah, um, That's The politics is when the judging comes in as who you are as a person. I just think that uh, the Republican Party has trained their base over the past 10 plus years to respond to messages of like fear based, emotional based reasoning. You know what I mean? Which is why a lot of times they they vote for things that are actually against their own interests, you know, because especially like poor Republicans and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, so that's. And then and then the Democrats, I don't know exactly what their deal is, but they're a bunch of pussies. They fucked up this election. Like <laughs> they did. I was they like, fucked dude, it up. Like, first of all, they gotta slap themselves. I wouldn't have voted for Bernie Sanders either, but the fact that they mm. conspired, and this is all totally true, they conspired against him to get Hillary oh, they did. the of election. Course. Like I think that disenfranchised like a lot of the a lot of the base, and I think that's one of the major reasons why she didn't get mm-hmm. uh you know she didn't get elected. I mean, that's exactly. just, it's fucked up. You can't sit there and do corrupt shit and then expect no bad Not election. only that, like, how unlikable do you have to be that women won't even vote for you just yeah. to get you in? Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, that's crazy. Like, that's... Because I think if she was even just a little bit more likable, she would have won just because yeah. the woman alone would have been like, well, we got to get her in because it's good for all of us. Like, that's how much they don't like her. It's like, yeah. they're not going to make a decision that would actually help themselves as a group overall, because there would have been so many more movements and new legislation and blah, 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 all this stuff that are benefiting women. Oh, I, I, I mean? don't know. So for, so this is, uh, I think there was a Barack oh, Obama. she's Uncle Tom? Oh, hey. <laughs> I'll talk about that in <laughs> a minute. She's going to betray her, yeah. well, her no, gender? She kind of has. But this, this uh-huh. is one of the things. So when Barack Obama got elected, uh-huh. um, the, whole, the black community was like, oh, my God, we finally got an African-American you know, president. She's going to change for us. Nothing has changed for the African-American community underneath Barack Obama. Like, it hasn't. Nothing's changed. Nothing's gotten better or really worse. It's just, it stayed basically the just same. Just more black people in entertainment. Yeah, it's just, but that's always been there. You know what I mean? I think the no, same I mean, thing. But they're growing, I'm yeah, saying. But They've this, been growing. Yeah, but the same thing is like with, with uh, Hillary Clinton. Like, it's not good enough just to be the first at something. Like, yeah, it's great that we have a mixed president. But you got to bust through that hymen, man. Yeah. You gotta... <laughs> I, I, look, I'd rather have a decent president than the first of something. Like, I, I don't give a no, shit. No, I agree yeah. with that. I'm not <laughs> arguing that. But that's what I'm saying is if she was just a little bit more likable. Yeah, yeah. Then they would have voted for her. So check this out. Donald Trump's new energy advisor calls himself a climate skeptic. Mm. Which to me is a red flag. Because yeah. you got to be evil as fuck to to deny climate change at that level because none of those people are actually ignorant. You know what I mean? Right. The, like, There's very little wiggle room when it comes to climate little, change. Like, very little. The only wiggle room I might give somebody is if they have skepticism on how much humans contribute to it, which I'm like, okay, that's fine. If you need more information on that, but you cannot deny that it's getting warmer. You um, can't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, just the data is so overwhelming at this point. You know, it's like, that's a red flag to me. That's the kind of thing that I'm saying that I don't like about Trump is at least, you know, I agree with you. I'm conservative on something. Like, actually, I noticed, like, on his point plan, one of the things I did agree with is starting to limit the way that outside countries can invest in in control, in owning this country. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, even just how we're talking about looking at how China's, like, starting to take over the movie industry and stuff, it's because there's, like, no regulations to, like, yeah. or no 
no policies set in place by the government to really curtail that. And um, even being from an immigrant family, just being an actual American still, what's thinking what's good for America, it's like, I definitely don't think it's good to just hoard the whole country, all the country's assets out to anybody. Like, Well, it's not even just it, beyond the money. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that it's cheaper for somebody to build a plant that's 10,000 miles away mm-hmm. um, doesn't make sense. Like, what the fuck is wrong with America that you can't, like the cost Whoa, of shipping but, should, you know. No, it's still cheaper because those people are working for nothing. Well, yeah, that's. But but I'm saying that they didn't have actual incentives to keep them in America, or just make it fucking illegal. Look, no more child goddamn fucking labor. You know what I mean? No matter where the fuck it is, if you're based in the U.S., they should be. They shouldn't be dealing with. You know, they need to keep things at a U.S. level of employment. That's what they need. They need to be enforced. I mean, there definitely needs to be something to help that. There's uh, there's too much. Uh... In the name of capitalism, unnecessary, um, like the whole thing about chicken being approved by the USDA to be processed in China. Yes, yeah, so we have plenty of chickens here. I don't need chickens from China. <laughs> no, there are chickens. Really? So the USDA, like, you should look it up. But I was like so horrified. I think last year or something, they approved for US bred chicken to basically they got to get slaughtered, frozen, shipped to China. They process it. Fucking, it's cheaper to do that. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Like, how the fuck is it cheaper that's to do just, that? <laughs> that's what, that cheap in China. It's slave labor, basically. It's a country of slave labor. Yeah. If you think about it, um, lots of scary part is that if I think if we made everything in America, it, the price of the shit is going to go up. You well, know that's I mean? the other reason that's why why it's yeah. not here is because the standard of living compared to the global scale of the cost of goods and manufacturing goods is so much higher that that's why their jobs aren't here because. There aren't fucking people in America that will do backbreaking slave labor for like twenty cents a day. <laughs> but, but you know what's funny? Though, you know what I mean? I, I've actually seen the the reemergence of U.S. made materials now. That is good. No, there's definitely a pride. Yeah. I mean, around the world, U.S. made means best, pretty much, unless it's like a German or Swiss type special product yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like in general, in the manufacturing world, like anything that's manufactured in the U.S. is going to be the most expensive around the world because of that good old American quality, like the yeah. pride in having things built well, you know? Um, yeah. It's, well, it went away for a long time, but it it's did. coming back. Yeah. It is coming back. That, but I mean, that's like the core sense of what American pride in manufacturing is. Yeah. Historically, I guess. So, but, I mean, I, I have, I have hopes of some shit that, uh, Trump will do just the same way I had hopes on shit, even though I didn't vote for Obama or Trump. I had hope. I have hopes for both of them mm-hmm. as they start the presidency. Mm-hmm. And one of them is that I, I hope that, he uses some of his business knowledge and runs his company more like a business. And he actually has advisors and listens to them on, you know, certain but shit. But he and hasn't displayed any characteristics I'm, to support I'm, that. It's home. a hope. Just a hope. <laughs> it's a hope. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the, my problem is I feel like he's playing from behind already. Like, he's already done so many dumb things that it's like... And even the way he practices business is definitely uh, taking advantage of taxpayers and stuff like that. I mean, he he doesn't have moral behavior in the way that he's conducted his business. Yeah, but that's the problem. What I've read, it's that's true. But he's doing things legally, like you know what I mean. Like, yeah, but if it's a legal loophole, that doesn't make make it morally okay. Uh, That's true, but it's still to write off a bankruptcy and have taxpayers. It's they need to close. I I agree that they should close the loophole, but I, I cannot fault somebody for doing something that's legal. You know what I mean? It's fucked up, but it's legal. Mm. I mean, I, I want to see it fixed. Yeah, but it's for right now, it's legal. You can't be like, oh, he's a piece of shit for upholding the law. Look, if, if you could save money on your taxes, you would. Shit, I do. 
I do everything I can to fucking save money on taxes. Everything I can. I'll, obviously, I'm not paying zero, but you know, I'm making mm-hmm. sure that I get some money back. I overpay my taxes just so I can get shit back. You know. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. If they, if they, there's nothing to complain about if it's illegal behavior. Um. But at the same time, like, at the end of the day, everybody's got to look at themselves in the mirror and determine what they think is okay to do, legal or not. You know. Well, but what would have been more fucked up the fa- if he would have. I guess just folded businesses and just people just lost all those jobs. He actually, he employs a shitload of people. People listen to this. I don't fucking like Donald Trump. All right. I don't like him, but he does employ a shitload of people. And if he would, would have not filed for bankruptcy, a lot more people would have fucking lost their jobs. That That's a problem. I, that, I think you'd have to weigh that by how many jobs are lost versus how much taxpayers actually paid. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah, that's true. We don't know. And actually, you know what? A lot of my stuff is conjecture, but it's the sense of things. And, uh, Either way, I think we both agree. We'll give him a... For me, I'm going to give him like a week. <laughs> a week? <laughs> well, i got to see what the, the first policy Let me see does, what you comes know? out your yeah. fucking mouth. Um, no, actually, you're right. It's action, but... Um, damn, that's some crazy shit, though. I mean, and then you got to think, like, if you're the sum of your five closest friends, there there <laughs> yeah. is a fucking problem with Putin congratulating you and being happy as fuck and... Fucking Charles Manson endorsing you, in the KKK. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're not. He's not exactly swimming with good company, in my no. opinion. I, I don't mean, think he actually has real friends. To be honest with you. No, he doesn't. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that those people endorsing him are spiritual brothers. Yeah, in a yeah. way, to at least what he's peddling. Now, the one thing I will say is that the whole time he has been a liar in the sense that he has been pandering to the right, and he doesn't believe a lot of some of the crazy shit that he said, and so. I think that um you have a like a for instance um like flopping on like pro choice okay yeah yeah you know um I think I a lot of people had the sense that he's he was playing a role he's playing to an audience but when he gets in office he's going to have to settle on who he really is in terms of like where he stands on certain things and he does have a lot of liberal tendencies in in the company he keeps in his actual like business life you know what i mean yeah so i think that we'll see where he lands and uh, what kind of policies he does i definitely still don't like his energy advisor choice which was um not necessary to make the right happy <laughs> well i think right right now the ball is already rolled so far it's already snowballed as far as like us being more energy efficient and using other technology. So I don't know necessarily if Yeah, but you can, I don't think no matter who years, we put in you there, can do a lot of damage to well, the earth. You can, but this already the ball this is what I'm talking about. Like we're already going electric for cars, right? People are already investing more in solar. I don't think there's any policy that he can do unless he forced everybody to drive a fucking V ten that would affect that. You know what I mean? Because everybody already understands that hey, electric cars now they don't look like shit. They're performing well. Um the prices needs to come down, which they're doing. I mean, Tesla's a perfect example. They're making that Model 3, and it's going to be significantly cheaper. And I think the fact that they can save money uh, by not using gasoline, there's no policy you can make that's going to you know, bring that back. I mean, mm. That's a tough one because there's so many other environmental issues, though, to consider oh, sure, than sure. just that. I mean, there's even like experimental like oil drilling techniques and things like fracking and stuff that we don't even know what, what's going to happen. You know, well, that needs to come to an end. But that that got expanded under President Obama. Like that's the reason why our gas prices are so cheap right now. It's because of fracking, and that's that's a huge. But problem. did it expand as fast as it would under Trump? 
is uh, what I'm saying. Uh, I don't know, but it's expanded pretty we'll fucking fast. Out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oil's already like it's it's nearing the end of its lifespan, and I fucking love driving gas powered cars, but the end is near. You know, the so end is nigh. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to to burn something that lets off CO two when you can just get all the uh, I guess the toxic shit just built into the battery. You know what I mean? Like you're not emitting CO two after that. The only part you're fucking up is creating battery, right? Because mm-hmm. that that is going to cause some. Uh, toxic waste and shit like that but it's not like once it's done it's pretty much done they have to figure out a way to recycle the batteries but it's not as bad as keep using gasoline so yeah it's interesting as our technology grows we just keep creating new problems too so it is hard to say what I do agree on a on a more macro sense that we have to become a multi-planet species to, oh, to really survive. I have no choice. Yeah. There's no other option. Yeah. Um, you ever heard of the Fermi, Fermi paradox? Mm-mm. Like why we haven't found like alien species yet after... If the, if the universe is so basically infinite, why haven't we found one? Mm-hmm. I think it's just... it's too. First of all, it's too fucking big. Right. right. So the fact that we haven't found anything is just like, okay. They could have sent us a signal fucking a million years ago. Mm-hmm. Probably couldn't have gotten it now. What if, they, what if we got it when we didn't have fucking technology yet? Like we're so infantile in our technology state... Like, the past 50 years has, like, exploded with technology. But before that, it's, like, pretty much fucking dark ages. You know what I mean? Plus, time is so infinite, we don't even know, like, how long ago there were planets of life and things. Who knows, like, what the universe was like. Or, what if we are really the first of our kind? You know what I mean? We're the first ones to really use technology. There's there's a lot to be said of planets that have life on them, but maybe they didn't evolve yet. You know, like they don't even know how the fuck we evolved. Yeah. So the that's the interesting thing about science is that the possibilities in that realm are pretty endless. Yeah, I like it though. I like I that it. science finds answers. That's a, I like answers. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Well, we'll get the answers on on uh, Trump in uh, a short time, I believe. Um, what else are we going to talk about? Uh, I thought we we're do the whole podcast on the president. I'm just kidding. Oh, the pre- we're, we're not going to do that. We can <laughs> I talk just about cannabis. Have to say cannabis? Yeah, cannabis. Okay, talk it, about cannabis. it got uh, legalized recreationally. It's very weird, mm-hmm. but it got legalized. Did you? Why is it weird? Um, because if you're a recreational user, you can't really get cannabis right now. <laughs> there's no, there's no infrastructure. You can't go to a dispensary right now and buy it. Why? Um, because there's no infrastructure. The, all the dispensaries in California, they're set up to be medical dispensaries, so you can't go in there without Oh, but it'll car. come in quick. There's going to be a lot of... There's Tw- been people who are all prepared for it. Well, it's it, supposed so. to be 2018, though. Either way, once yeah. once it starts, the all the fucking hounds are at the gate already. So oh, yeah, for sure. But It'll make a lot of money. But it puts an interesting spot for those of us with cannabis cards, because, uh, because it's not illegal anymore, we can give cannabis to our friends, and it's totally legal, but they can't pay us. So that's oh. the weird fucking thing. <laughs> it was like that was always kind of like a, a legal softy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, like if you got caught with weed and you gave it to somebody, it'd be different than if you sold it. Um, yeah. You have a card? Yeah, yeah. I let mine lapse. You know, um, cannabis legal. Hmm. I think. Hmm. That's an interesting one. I'm. I'm did, a lot. Did you vote on it? I did. Yeah, okay. I voted for it. Um. Why not? I would have voted for it, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's personal sovereignty, man, you know? That's why I voted this election cycle, is I realized there are, there's um, personal uh, local issues that I wanted to make an impact on, yeah. if possible. Um, 
And I say that, but I had my friend, one of my best friends, just email me what to vote on all the props because I didn't want to look it up. (laughs) 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 But, you know, it's funny because I was just, you know, he emailed me and then I was was voting. I was going down the list. I was like, yeah, 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 that's cool. And then uh, he had me vote yes on um, uh, or no on on the legislation about forcing porn porn actors. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. And it made me pause that for a second. I was like, yeah, I mean, it's, it would definitely down a total industry in California. And, uh, I was just cracking up. Uh, but anyways, okay. Back to cannabis. My thoughts is it was inevitable and I voted for it. And even though I voted for it, I don't think. Everybody should smoke all the time. I think there is uh, the problem with Americans is that moderation is not in their nature. (laughs) And a lot of it is psychological in the sense that Americans are denied things and supposed to act like they're innocent. And and that's why they act out more in certain like I'll give you an example like the legal drinking age in Europe is like 18 right which Mm -hmm. makes sense to me because why the fuck would you be allowed to join an army and kill people and not be allowed to drink like and so because it's introduced in a more casual relaxed way like hey you're an adult you could drink this shit you know there's less like fatalities involving alcohol with like college students going on bingers and stuff it's 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 just human nature that when you are denied something, you indulge in it more. And, you know, started with, like, prohibition making alcohol, like, bad, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then that's why now people just go apeshit, you know? Um, and I think that is part of the American psychology. So with weed becoming legal, it's like there's definitely a lot more smoking going on than is probably actually productive for society to achieve their goal of becoming interplanetary. But there's a, there's a good thing though. <laughs> there's a lot of good things because luckily cannabis is usually introspective and you're not going to get violent. Oh yeah, that's the so other that's, thing. You're right. <laughs> yeah. That is that is actually true in the sense that I remember when I first started smoking weed, I was like, now I totally get Bob Marley. Like if everybody <laughs> smoked, nobody would be killing each other. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just really hard to want to like murder somebody like yeah. when you start smoking weed because it is introspective and like um so that so I'm not saying people shouldn't smoke in their life or try it or whatever because obviously but. In my personal opinion, in my personal life, I smoked too much, and I wasn't being productive to a certain point. And also, it is um, medically proven that if people smoke too much weed too early on, it does stunt their neurological growth. That's why I like that it's 21. Yeah. And so, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, is even though it's 21, they're still going to be smoking at like 15, but 14. That, they do that anyway. That happens yeah. anyways, but it's going to be more, because it's going to be everywhere. You know what I mean? It's even easier. Like, you, in high school, you have to go through... You have to go through more of an ordeal to you have to go through more of an ordeal to get weed in your hands you know yeah yeah it's true it's definitely harder but i mean you still can't you have to basically still get it through friends that's that's the only way you can get it because you can't you can't go into a store and buy it if you're under 21 yeah but it's gonna be everywhere it's gonna be more like stealing cigarettes from your dad than it is like you know what i mean that's true so that's my problem with it is i think it is it is uh well, I mean, they, something that people are going to have to regulate. They didn't really themselves. have a problem, in, like in Colorado and Washington. It wasn't really a problem, so we'll, we'll see. I, I, we I don't, don't know much. yet. Yeah. yeah, we don't know yet. Yeah. I think, I think they. I think overall, though, the positives are great because um, uh, 
it also helps decriminalize it yeah in, yeah. in a lot of senses so so many stupid reasons why people go to prison involving marijuana you know fucking three strikes law <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah one of the major things that i read about it was that now if you're under 21 and you get caught with cannabis yeah. Um, you will. There's no possibility of going to jail. You can only do cool. like a drug type of rehabilitation program or community service. Mm. And after you hit 21, that's expunged from your record. So I think that's great. Yeah. No, I voted for it because I, it made more sense to me. So yeah. um, I guess all I'm saying is, people, do not turn your kids into retards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could be. It could be bad. It, it could. But I mean, I, I have. I have hope. Whatever. For that's it. Darwin's law. If People turn themselves or their kids into retards. They're just calling themselves out of society. I think, the, yeah. I think if the, the same people that get, uh, like, hooked on certain things, uh-huh. I don't think, it's not just a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's like, no matter what, they would have got hooked on something. You know, if it wasn't fucking alcohol or cigarettes or cannabis, something was going to fuck their life up because they were already fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've never seen a productive member of society, like, take cannabis and then just fucking go crazy. Or uh, mm-hmm. become an alcoholic, you know what I mean? Like it takes right. something that's fucked up in their life to really onset that. To be that de- detrimental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that was going to happen basically no matter what. That's true. It's more a reflection of the trauma in their life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which that people just totally fucking... Like I think the mental health issues of this country, it's like super um, like minimalized. Like people don't want to talk about it. It's like embarrassing. It is, you're right. Yeah. It's... it's um... The, and the the issues are deep, man. People need a lot of help. Yeah, just people need a lot more love out there. If you think you need help, you need help. So fucking get help. If you think yeah. you need help, call Bunny Man. <laughs> he will uh, set you straight. Let him know what's up. Yeah. I actually was going to uh, volunteer for a suicide prevention line. Yeah. They didn't take my application though, but um, really, that's weird. Yeah, I submitted. I don't know, whatever. But mm. maybe they didn't need it, or maybe I answered something wrong. Um, do you ever think of killing yourself all the time? I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I get them. I understand them. No. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyways, um, what else? I I wanted to. What? Oh, what's on the top? What's on the top? Well, the top one was uh, President Trump, and then the next one. I want, did you watch The Walking I Dead? Finally, didn't watch it. Fuck! I know who died though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We could talk about Glenn dying. All right. So Glenn died. Yeah. God damn it! Yeah. I'm fucking sad that he died. I don't know. Um, but I think it was great that he was such like an influential character on the show. You yeah, I mean? it was a ballsy move, and I know it pissed off a lot of people, but it's also true to the comic book. And yeah. As a comic yeah. book reader, I never fault. Uh, an adaptation if they follow the the core storyline that they're supposed to. Yeah. And, yeah. Hey, it, trust me. When I when I flipped the page in the comic book and I realized that he died, that was horrible. I was yeah. like, "Fuck!" I was <laughs> like, "Glad." And then uh, you know, so I understand why people were pissed. But uh, but they gave him a um, he will be an all time beloved character yeah. in that franchise. They gave him enough runway to. Be Glenn and and be a popular figure in culture, and then they they whacked him. So they're you know they did their job. It was crazy to see him basically grow up on the show because we're, they did like a montage of like when he first came on. Oh he's like, he's like basically really? like a kid. Yeah, and then That's like to see him all like, was like a baby face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 like a baseball hat. He was like basically like this pizza kid that saved uh, Rick. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, and then um, to see him now with his longer hair and his all the fucking facial hair he can grow, you know, right, right. <laughs> I'm just like trying so hard. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking that's cool. But still looking very pretty somehow. 
Yeah, he's like he's, he's a macho dude. You know, he looks like a. Like, I think if you look at like Asian masculinity, he'd be up there, right? I don't know. He's a little soft to me. I you think, think so. Even with the hair little, now and the shit. Yeah, like, yeah. I think he's a good actor, and I think they made it up well. But if if I met him on the street, I wouldn't be scared at all. I'd be like, dude, you're soft as. So masculinity scares you? Is that, is that no, you not masculinity. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I'm, I'm characterizing. I'm characterizing masculinity as the ability to beat me up. So uh, <laughs> I take that back. No, he is masculine, and that's why he's such a great iconic figure. Um, I just don't think he's as masculine as like I don't know, like a Brad Pitt or uh, oh yeah, uh, you yeah. know, somebody that could pull off that extra range. Where you know, what I mean, like Brad Pitt in uh, what was that? Um, that Spartan movie that he was in. He was in a Spartan movie? Not Spartan, but he was uh, the god uh, Achilles. Oh, yeah, yeah. I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Sorry, but Glenn is never going to be that guy. The fuck with the name of that goddamn show? That's more like peak masculinity, I guess you could say. Yeah. From a yeah. traditional sense. Yeah. Anyways. That's true. But yeah, I was, I was He's sad. masculine. I, I was, like him. I was sad to see him go. But he, hopefully he gets a, he'll probably get another gig. Um, I was, oh, there's talks about He's, him being yeah, Nightwing, so that'd be cool. That would be great. Yeah. He actually would be a pretty good Nightwing. Yeah. Um, I uh, I miss you, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was great for uh, race relations in the U.S. up until recently. They fucking forgot. But um, that that much of the country was so invested in an Asian character. I think he was like probably the most beloved Asian character in recent memory. He's all time, man. Yeah. yeah. Because there hasn't been any. Yeah, it's been pretty rare. I mean, it's usually just Kung Fu dudes, you know? Yeah, he's literally the first. Yeah. Um, and he got, to smash, he got to smash a white chick. So he got to smash on <laughs> on uh, TV. Um, it's breaking the stereotype, man. So many Asians were cheering. I'm sure. Uh, I didn't see it as big of an event, but then I didn't. When I saw the reactions of other Asian guys, I realized how big a deal it was for them. Well, you, you don't see it on on screen usually. Just, you don't. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't thinking about that. So. Um, it was that David Cho fear the yellow man. That's right. Yeah, I listened yeah. to the podcast where he was going crazy about that. That's a great uh, one. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Um, he's funny, man. <laughs> he's a he's an interesting dude. He's yeah, well, probably a little crazy, but he's pretty cool. Oh yeah, I mean, but crazy is relative, you know. He's he's uh, more Kanye crazy than Trump crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's, he's like artist. crazy artist, you know, yeah, not a fucking yeah. psycho. Well, I mean, he's a little psycho too, actually. I'm guessing. Yeah, he's done some crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, but he's still so likable. Um, yeah, yeah. To some people, uh, what else? I th- so, um, marijuana, yeah, marijuana, and then the the condom one too. Would you you touch about it briefly? But yeah, nobody wants to watch see a fucking condom in porn. It's like, man, you know, I don't I don't want to wear a condom in real life. You yeah, know, it's porn like, come is on. psychological. So when you see that condom on, it just takes away from the enjoyment. Yeah, it's like they're worried about having babies. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you just don't you don't get to imagine what the rawness would feel like. You have to imagine what the condom would feel like, and you're like, yeah. hey, this wouldn't be as cool. Yeah, <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? Um, and also, I feel like you know, it every industry has their hazards, and. Those motherfuckers know going into it that there's going to be a higher rate of STD possibilities. Yeah. Like, that's their choice, you know? We're not forcing them to. Well, I think it was it was great that we did, you know, another personal sovereignty win with that one. But then, like, we kind of went backwards a little bit with the, with the new ammo fucking laws. I'm just like... What are the new ammo laws? Jesus fucking Christ. So now you need, you need a background check to buy ammunition now. So I'm like, okay. But you just need one background check. I don't know. 
And it's just like it's you already you need a background check to buy a firearm in California. So it's like a double law. Hmm. I'm like, what the fuck? You need a firearm to, you know, to fire the bullets. So hmm. it doesn't. It just didn't make any sense to me. And I'm then wondering it, what loophole they're trying to close there, though. I don't know. And then another one was that um, they outlawed the older, uh, higher capacity magazines, which was it was already outlawed for like newer guns, like ever since like 1994. Like you couldn't have anything over 10, right? And now they made the ones that were before the law. Now you can't have those now. So everything's basically 10. But they've proven it. You can watch videos of this. It doesn't matter how big the magazine is. It doesn't, it doesn't really reduce the amount of fucking bullets I can put down range. Like with, it literally takes like maybe a second or two with uh, you know somebody that's trained how to shoot to drop that magazine, put another one, and just keep shooting. So I, I don't know I why mean, they keep going after Whatever laws things. they're doing is just representing like small cosmetic changes compared to actually attacking... The mental health issues that yeah. they need to, or, or you know, criminal law issues they need to, to actually bring down gun violence. Yeah, no, yeah, nobody's actually attacking the real problem of gun violence. They're just trying it's, to take away guns. But it's like, but the the guns are just a means to an end. If you take away all the guns, they'll just stab people or beat yeah, people exactly. to death. Yeah, I mean, they, you still see like uh, super high stabbing rates, you know, and nobody cares about fucking knives, you know. It's like, hmm. but I understand, you know, you, you can obviously do a lot of damage with a gun. Yeah, you know, there's so many ways to look at that one. I guess America was founded on having the right to bear arms. So that is a part of American personality that you just cannot get rid of. No. Like in Australia, they fucking got rid of guns. They banned guns. And then obviously their violent crime rate went to like nothing. However, they didn't really care that much. Some people were like, rah, what? No. And then most people were like, no, okay. We're not, you know. So... But they don't have the same problems that we do. Actually, Australia's kind of fucked up. They're super racist against uh, Aborigines. I didn't know I should have went yeah, there. Yeah, I was yeah, like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> I'm not saying they're not racist, but I'm saying just gun violence. But uh, yeah, no, I just like it's it's a weird Americans thing. like I own a gun. I like shooting guns. I but I'm also understand that things need to happen so that people stop uh, shooting each other. Yeah, I don't think everybody should have a gun either. No, like the, the for people sure. that are doing the gun violence for the most part, they're fucking criminals that should that wouldn't pass a background check anyway. So I'm just like, why are we putting in another law of shit that's already illegal to do? Like it's, I don't, I don't get it. That is true. It's <laughs> kind of you know what that brings up a good point because there's more. It's more the people who are using guns in the wrong way. They're fucking it up for all the people that just enjoy recreationally shooting or hunting. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna come for my bow and arrow next. It's gonna be all bad. <laughs> you need a They'll never get my crossbow. Yeah, actually, I love shooting too. I was in, in the Marine Corps. Actually, the first time I ever shot a gun was in the Marine Corps. I was like, holy shit! It was a. Uh, it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. Like I thought it was gonna be like this crazy thing, but like there's like no kick on an M16. No. So I yeah. was just like, wow, it's just like pop. Yeah, it's like up. Oh, there's nothing there. All right. And then I learned how to shoot from like 500 yards away with iron sights. I was like, this is fucking a true skill. Nice. <laughs> It is a skill. It's a survival skill, too. It is. Actually, I'm thinking about doing like some survival-type classes in the wilderness, because I'm kind of fucking rusty. Oh, I want to do that. Really? Yeah. I was looking into that a while ago. But, yeah, I think it'd be uh, some, something cool to do. Especially now, because you never know. I could be wrong about you know President Trump. He could fuck up everything. But I just, I just have hopes things will change I think in our lifetime, we have to worry about that scenario. You don't think in Mad Max, no? I think if we in our lifetime we had to worry about it, it'd be like in when we're way too old to do anything about it. Yeah, like eighty, yeah. ninety or something. It just the society hasn't even come close to collapsing enough that no. that it needs to to get to the Mad Max level, you know? Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll <laughs> I mean, you, a... got, you got to talk about like 
worldwide failure of like natural resources and everything. So I don't know. I don't think our lifetime. Maybe our kids. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Probably not theirs either. But probably the next one after that. But you know what? Our kids take way less shit than most adults do nowadays. That is true. Like especially when it comes to like jobs. They're just like I'm not gonna fucking work this shitty ass job. Like, give me, I want something better. Like, they're they're that, way more. Neat. I think is the effect of the internet. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it's... they have access to the knowledge that they wouldn't have before. Also, it's a history of time. Um, that was my theory before, which is that I felt like one of the reasons why we repeat so many mistakes is that our lifespans are so short. Yeah. So you don't remember the mistake that's happening. If you live like if you were able to live a thousand years, right? Naturally, how many wars would you really go through? Yeah. You'd be like, wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna die at twenty when I could live <laughs> a thousand years? Yeah. Fuck you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there would definitely be uh I think a most people would not tolerate that shit because yeah. it's all relative, right? It'd be more like we should only have a war once every thousand years. I don't think we don't need wars at all. I think uh, the, we, yeah, I know that. the fact I that we need to just go and kill. And this is from a guy that was in the military. I was in the the, the craziest one, like basically on the planet, the fucking Marine Corps. And I, yeah. I, I don't agree with you know using force all the time anymore. It's just like, can we not sit down like adults and not have rich people tell you know kids to go fight their wars? Like, can we can we stop that? Especially for resources that honestly we don't fucking need. Like we're America's fine right now. I, I don't I don't know why we're go, what the fuck are we going to war for? Like if there's a place that's fucked up, okay, use the UN for what they're supposed to be used for as a police force. Like uh, we should stop like leading the charge on every single little skirmish in the world. Like we we need really need to utilize the UN to, to stop this shit using first like talking with them. I think that's a place to start instead of bombing them. Yeah. Um I think we're pretty fucked. It, we we got a lot of people, a lot of countries engaged in, <laughs> you know, battles that will never end. I don't know. Someday it could end. I think it could. It you're takes, right. It's you gotta gotta be a lot positive. of education. See, that's yeah. where the future. Ge- you're right. It's education and it's belief and hope of the future generations. So, um, but it's hard to get educated when you're constantly getting bombed and your infrastructure's all fucked up. You know what I mean? Like you can't. Iraq can't even start over at this point. Like they keep getting fucked up. Like well, it's, up to, it's up to the powers in, that be of the major countries to be the most educated first. Yeah. Because they're going to set the tone anyways. So, you know. But we're not helping them. I think I think that's no, the job not. of, like, these first world countries is to really foster these third world countries and show them the way, but in a respectful way. Not that you don't know what the fuck you're doing, but just to help them. Help them build their infrastructure. Help them get educated. And stop telling them that their entire way of life is wrong. I mean, I think, yeah, the truth is that we're just all... Uh, still living like our ape ancestors we're not like uh in any way behaving as an evolved like truly evolved species you know what i mean so we're still very primal lizard brain behaving people from our daily life which reflects on a massive global scale so yeah i mean we still have the fucking head chimp why the fuck we even have a president (laughs) i mean serious like we really don't need a president if we just vote on everything, like people always say, oh, it's a democracy. Well, it's a republic, first of all. It's not really a democracy. If it was a democracy when we voted on shit, it would matter. Like the popular vote would have overturned mm-hmm. the electoral college. But having that, the head monkey, 
I, I just I don't get it. Like, if you want to pass a bill, just make the bill visible to everybody, and then vote on the fucking bill. You know, yeah, and it, that's true. The only time you need like a head guy is for like defense. Mm. Like, if you you need somebody that that heads up the military, right? Mm. And you need military advisors. But other than that. Because the reason why I say you need that is because you need to have some shit that's going to be secret that the populace cannot know. Of course. But other than that, I cannot think of a valid reason to have a head guy when we could all basically govern ourselves. That's true. But even countries like communist countries have a head guy just to talk to other countries. Yeah, that's that's weird. Though. I mean, we can have a guy that talks to other people. That's fine. But he doesn't need to, like, quote unquote, run the country because they don't even run the country. Let's just survive long enough until we the singularity happens and we're yeah. all plugged in and our consciousness don't need any resources to survive and people won't fight over bullshit anymore because there won't be anything left to do but just go explore other planets. Yeah. It's coming, man. <laughs> Signs are here. We have VR. Fucking cannabis is all legal and shit. Yeah. You know, technology is So I think technology great. is going to have to save us because uh, we're not going to evolve biologically into these higher beings, I think. Well, I think we're going to merge. I, well... That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Evolution takes for us too go long to the other level. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> isn't that sad? It like, is sad. An evolved being gets to a point where like, fuck, this isn't fast enough. <laughs> but <laughs> in know? a way, that's kind of the interesting thing of humanity is that's how we are trying to survive is like getting to a point where we can be beyond our own like biology. Um, well, yeah. I mean, we're pretty resilient species. Ever since we the first, will to survive is yeah. pretty. It's pretty boss, actually, if you think about it. Um, I wonder what the other species were like before. I don't know, but I feel it's like it's weird though that we're like the only ones. Like we're the only people that figured out I'm going to kill this animal and wear its skin to stay warm. Like that was the first real technology, mm-hmm. and ever since then, Mother Nature is pretty much taking a back seat. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it keeps trying to kind of kill us, mm-hmm. but it can't. It's like what's the best way to kill a species? Well, you make sure they can't fuck. Well, we have all kinds of STDs, but we're still fucking, <laughs> still making kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. There will be a lot of culling going on, though, in the future with the environmental disasters and, you know, gro- they, oh. g- growing uh, depopulations of modern countries and blah, blah, blah. Well, I think one of the one of the cool things, I don't know if you did any research on this, but the more uh, a society gets advanced, the less they uh, they have kids. I know. Yeah, if you look at Japan. I think we talked about that last did time. We? Yeah. Or maybe it was offhand, but... Um, yeah, no, Japan, Korea is following them because they have a very similar culture. Um, so actually, that is among top thinkers. The true problem is not overpopulation. It's the opposite. Is They're more worried on a longer scale. Like, how are we going to keep reproducing? Yeah. You know, so... In Japan, they pay to have kids because <laughs> they're, bas- they're almost missing crazy, a generation. <laughs> I think I could do. It. I think I could put a big dent in that. I, they, I don't think, I don't, <laughs> Go to Japan slinging dick. Yeah, I would have to. It'd be a kind of a matter of pride, but they'd be really pissed that it's a Korean dude. You know. <laughs> you think they would know right away? But you know, <laughs> no. Actually, I think I could fool them. But I realize I have a duty to do it in Korea first because yeah, uh, yeah. you know they also have a similar problem. So yeah, but it's it's funny because like poverty is really. The, Poverty and education is actually it's one of the highest problems on this planet. Yeah. And, like, when you look at people having kids, like, mostly poor people have more kids. And it's it's so fucking weird. It's like you don't have any resources to take care of these kids, but you keep having kids. I think it's like a – it's, it's got to be, be like a, a, in, it's a inherent thing. Exactly. It's yeah. got to be a biological uh, imperative for survival because if you have more kids, then you have more chances of them supporting you to survive i think everything we do the more i'm studying psychology and 
the evolution of psychology and behavior and stuff is um, definitely so much stuff comes just from the pure desire to survive your your genes like even like i was reading like when it comes to like relationships like um women will typically grade men who are a little less attractive as let's say attractive enough but not like the most attractive they would rather pick that than the most attractive guy to be their husband or father because they'll stick around they'll stick around (laughs) exactly and vice versa when they cheat they cheat with the rock star or the really whatever guy that's on a different level even though they're a terrible husband material because at least if there's an accidental baby that baby will be better looking and have more chances of surviving and stuff so they're not gonna they're not if a girl's like married or in a committed relationship She's not going to cheat unless she's got really fucked up issues. She's not going to cheat with, like, Oswald Cobblepot fucking, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. cooking your fucking steak at the back of a Denny's. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. She's going to cheat with the guy that's the local politician or somebody that might have the genes to keep going on. So so I think, you know, like you were saying, I, I'm agreeing with you in the sense that it's got to be a, a biological survival thing to have that many kids when you're poor. Yeah. And conversely, like, if you look at men, men don't give a fuck. Like, look at Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. This dude had, uh, what was it? What was her last name? Shriver. Shriver. Yeah, I mean, she was pretty hot her day. She's hot, yeah. Yeah. And this guy, what does he do? He fucks the fucking maid. I'm like, who the fuck does that? That's just the one he got caught for. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, he must have been singing dick for a while. But I'm just like, dude. She knew too. Yeah. There's no way she didn't know. But you're like, you're up here. But that's, I think that happens so often with, with powerful men because. The amount of, like, ego, drive, passion, testosterone. And they're getting thrown pussy. you got to be honest. That is the other thing. Yeah. Is everything. Yeah, exactly. The access. Like, all that combines is very, very powerful. It goes hand in hand, you know, because it is still. Bio- I mean, one thing I like to tell girls, which they don't like, but they still laugh, is that we wouldn't even exist if men weren't this horny. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, the truth is, like, now we're in this, whatever, quote, civilized society, and we're supposed to, like, regulate our sexual behavior before. But the, the strength of our urges for sex, if it wasn't where it's at, we wouldn't even exist as a species. Yeah, it would have. Because got- if we were casual about boning, we could have been wiped out. Because we yeah. were like, well, I don't know. Man, well, I don't know. Maybe. Like, I don't know how I feel about it. No, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, you see a fucking fertile woman across from you you're gonna want a bone and that's yeah. just the way it goes so especially back in the day because like mm-hmm. when you had to actually worry about infertility rates that's shit what like i'm that. saying yeah. you know like, we literally fucked yeah. our way into existence as a species yeah it's survival yeah. you know so um totally agree now that doesn't mean i'm saying it's okay to cheat or blah blah blah, blah yeah blah. no i do think if you're like a like let's say a powerful man you know like Schwarzenegger or whatever i would get into a relationship with somebody where It'd be up front. Like, yo, like, I will provide for you, and you are my number one lady, but I'm going to fuck the shit out of all these other girls, <laughs> yeah. because that's what I do. I mean, I heard, actually, like, in a lot of athletes' lives, it or in rappers' lives, they have it set like that, yeah. where it's like, they got their baby mama, they got the one that they take care of, you know, like Snoop Dogg, let's say. Like, have you seen his fucking wife? No, no. Oh, my God. Like, no, she's not. She's oh. just obviously some chick that was like the one that he's like, yeah, you're going to be loyal. Like, you're going to raise my kids and yeah. stay at home. And but I'm going to go out and do what I want. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, as long as you're honest and it's 
understood. I don't have a problem right. with it. But what I have a problem with is when people are like, they get into relationships and they just decide to keep cheating on their, you know, significant oh, other. Exactly. It's like, just break up, dude. Like, that is a weakness in character. When If you can't, you have to own whatever you're doing. If you're going to be like fucking Charlie Sheen, you got to be Charlie Sheen. You can't pre- pretend to be like Mr. Rogers and yeah. then on the backside just be boning whoever you want. Like, it just doesn't work that way. That's why I always say that relationships are agreements. You make an agreement with another person how you're going to behave or what your expectations are, and you either live up to it or you don't. But if you're going to keep breaking your agreement, whatever it is, then you need to check yourself or figure out what it is that you really, what, you know, how you could be a more honest person in that way. You know yeah, I, mean? I totally so. agree. I think when people do shit like that, they're just basically building a fucking bomb. And it's just like, at first, it's like a little, you got little components. And then you just keep doing it. You just keep building that fucking bomb. And, like, eventually yeah. that bomb's going to go off. And it's going to fuck blow. your life up. It is. Yeah. <laughs> You're a little funny, yeah. bro. No, it's true. And and just, you know, going back to that Omega Man theory is I don't think anybody, any man who is, like, the best that they can be would need to even lie about what they want in their sexual life or partnership life. You know, it's... Uh, and also, why would you want to hurt somebody like that if you're yeah. just going to keep cheating on them? Is like that's not fair to them. So, but at the same selfish. time, I'm going to say something that's kind of fucked up. Mm. But I'm going to say because I, I believe it is mm. that I think that you're if if somebody breaks up with you, I think your feelings should not hold as high of a financial fucking value. Like when you see people that get divorced and shit like that, and they have to pay their fucking ex like all this fucking money, I'm like, I don't understand. Oh that no, shit. I fully any, yeah. well, I don't know <laughs> any man that disagrees with you on that. But also, just from a logical standpoint. Especially, here's the thing, is we're moving into an age where women are making enough money to support themselves, so it's not about that anymore, and so it needs to be a little bit more equitable if some dude's a fucking billionaire when they get married, she doesn't get even close to half, I mean, she she should get whatever she was earning before, and then taking in consideration maybe what she lost if she had to give up her job or something like that, let's say, or in, in set that her case. career back. You yeah. know what I mean? In that case, you know what I mean? What I'm saying is, like, look at it more from a numbers standpoint. Yeah. Like, you would a business. Like, if you're going to buy a business, you're going to look at what it's worth before, what it could be potentially worth. You're taking all these factors in, and then you make a fair offer. You're right. When people get divorced and in California, it's like 50-50. That's some emotional shit. It's, you know what's funny is that... <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say on this podcast, but it's actually it's not 50-50. They keep saying it's 50-50. It's no. This is logically the way I'd break it down because I went through a divorce. Oh, because you lose a lot more than me. Yes. <laughs> if, it was, if it was 50-50, you would split up half your shit. Right. But no. What they do is they take half of the guy's shit and you don't get any of her shit. So it's really 75-25. You're all right? funny, that's, that's the way it is. Right. Like, I, I've never seen 50, any dude... 50-50 of the man's shit yeah. and 100% of hers. Yeah, so she keeps all of her shit and they take half... So that's you're 75% right. of you're all right. of you're said right. shit. You're right. Yeah, and I'm just like... I mean, that is I so fucked like up. I said, I don't know any... But it's funny, like, there's so many girls who would still be like, no, fuck that shit. You know, I think women do put a, a strong value on the emotional value. Uh, but it is so hard to reconcile that with monetary... Um... You know, I think a good way to test... If it's fair or not, is if the girl is in any way is like, yeah, fuck you, motherfucker, you deserved it. She's getting too much money. <laughs> yeah. It's just weird. Like if I, um, you know, broke up with somebody, like I'm not expecting to get paid. You know what I mean? That's it's what like... I'm saying. And on the flip side, <laughs> I think most self-respecting men would not want to take 
somebody else's 50% or whatever if they didn't really earn it. Like, I have had thoughts in my head. Like, if I were to be with somebody that was, like, way successful, way more successful and wealthier than me, like, what would I allow them to pay for? Like, in terms of yeah. my life. Like, what if I had some business idea, like, would I really want to go to them and be like, yo, give me $100,000 so I could start this business? Or would I be more stubborn that I want to earn my own way and like you know what i mean and contribute yeah. to the relationship but i don't know either way um i'm with you on that i'm sure there's some angry I'm all mad. fuck those guys yeah. well, fuck you too how about that <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding just keep listening <laughs> well you know what we'll ha- keep this we'll continue this conversation more in the future um yeah because i got all kinds of thoughts on that kind of shit. what so. is fair yeah all right, let's go to uh, listener questions. Yes. So the first one up is, uh, why does it seem socially acceptable that that because I am white, this is obviously a white guy, and inherently privileged, uh, none of my own doing, and the ancestors like to get around in Europe a bit, I am labeled as such oftentimes immediately racist to those who don't know me. Mm-hmm. Also, if I say the exact same thing to a minority, why am I a racist in labeling but the minority isn't? So what he's saying is, why is there automatically basically a bias towards white people being racist? Um, I mean, it's not fair to them, I guess. Every human should have their... But that's just a reflection of how sensitive the issue is to the minority and, and uh, how, why... Uh, yeah, it's... I mean, I understand. I'd be frustrated too, but... Uh, so it's a frustrating time to be... To be white. white. Well, I guess not, not now. It's been reversed. <laughs> <Not anymore. laughs> it's gonna make let white the, people great again. The good old boys are back. <laughs> uh, no, I understand what he's saying. Is I think in a perfect society, every single person would be have the same amount of allowances to say what they want and freedom to be first known for who they are before they're judged for their words. Um, and we just don't live in that reality. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think people should be judged on the content of the character, not the color of their skin. Um, mm-hmm, exactly. a, a lot of the things that I believe in is like go heavily back to, to Dr. Martin Luther King. So, mm. yeah, I, I don't judge somebody just on the way they look. Me neither. I mean, unless they look like they're going to kick my ass, then I'm going to fuck you up first. But, yeah, <laughs> the color of your skin, bro. I don't care. Um, I'll hold them down for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what should we call it? Yeah, I, I guess he's just more expressing a frustration that he has more limitations on how he can express himself because he has already been predetermined that his opinion is less valuable than whatever said minority. And sorry, dude, um, just keep being more patient and, uh, you know, marry a uh, Asian chick. So I mean, you, he at married least a white you chick. Can... I, know, I know his guy. Oh, you know his yeah, guy? Yeah, Whoops, I'm sorry. White, <laughs> white wife. Um well, you know, if you get remarried, just get a, an Asian <laughs> chick because then you could say racist Asian shit and be like, oh, but my kid's half Asian. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking around. Don't listen to me. That's Either way, I understand the question. And uh, honestly, it, it makes me think just like when I deal with people who are more ignorant than me is that that is when you have to have more patience and find a way to take the high road because the high road is, in that case, Maybe taking more time to figure out how to uh, communicate with somebody else and lower their defenses that you can have a positive 
conversation, which requires so much more patience and time, and and sometimes it just means walking away. Yeah, but what he's going through is it's fucked up. There's no, there's really no way around it. Like if somebody is labeling no you as racist, it's, it's fucked just up. like there's no way around. If you're black and you get pulled over by a cop, you are going to be afraid if you're going to get shot. I'm never afraid, dude. You're different. Yeah, I'm never, never afraid of but getting shot. I'm saying shot like that's yeah. a condition in society that exists yeah, that's yeah. not their doing, but just something they have to live with. You know? Yeah, yeah. And the, and the fucked up part is, though, is that I, I think society has done a lot of shit to kind of disenfranchise <laughs> white people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry, I, I just saw the second question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, it's just like... It's uh, I think that's actually part of the reason why Donald Trump got elected is because people were just told for so long that white people up. are racist. Yeah, shut yeah, the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, My problems are more evil. important than yours. Yeah, yeah. no, I understand, and and um, I totally, I totally get that. But check this out. Um, the whole because I hear a lot of stuff called like reverse racism. Right. There's no such thing as reverse racism. You're just a fucking racist. All right. If if you're Everybody's racist, you're just racist. racist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I've seen as a black man, I hate doing that shit when you qualify the statement first. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Me being black, I've seen way more racist shit done by other African Americans to me than I have had done by other ethnicities. Perfect example is the other day um, I, I made a post on on Facebook about um, basically telling people to calm the fuck down about President mm-hmm. Trump getting elected, and it was kind of a long winded post. But I wasn't trying to piss people off, but it's like, hey, just calm the fuck down. Should you know I didn't vote for the guy, um, but he, they're both pieces of shit in my mind. But it is what it is. Just move on and you know, let's keep doing. What, what we're doing and then uh this black chick that i know that i thought we were friends and she put on on my fucking facebook feed that i was a, a uncle tom ass nigga and i was just like are you fucking serious i was like first of all i'm not saying that i like this guy i don't like the guy i think he's a piece of shit but he's our fucking president mm. so that's nothing's gonna change that right now um and for you to sit there and, and talk about how he's racist and all this shit and then you sit there and use a racial like defamatory language towards me like you're fucking racist too. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're no higher than him on the racist scale with me now because you want to sit there and call me an Uncle Tom ass nigga because I have an opinion that you necessarily don't agree with. You can disagree with me, that's fine, but don't bring fucking uh, racial slurs into the fucking conversation. You know? Yeah, she definitely, she definitely tried to hit you below the belt with that. Yeah, but I don't give a fuck because I get fucking paid. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh... <laughs> No, it's just it's, it's stupid shit like that. It's, it's the crab mentality. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's white... mob mentality and it's intolerance and it's, uh, you know, she's just, she's got a little, she got issues of her own. To yeah. Work out. And I understand people are pissed. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, I get it. You're pissed, but you're also an adult and you should also know how to cope with being pissed and not acting like a fucking child. You know, I, I expect tantrums from, uh, you know, 10 year olds. I don't expect them from 30 year olds. And so if, if you can't sit well, there and have a conversation with me. Let's just. Stop pretending that there's really that many smart people in the world. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, you're really dealing with somebody that is either not evolved yet or never will. But I think people need to. Uh, one of the things is this one a question on our shit? Because I think there was something about us traveling. Um. Yes. Okay. Well, I'll save that for later. Okay. Then. Let's go to the next question. All right. You want? To, well, I guess. No, you can see it, right? Well, I can see it. Why do so many black dudes like larger women? Do you have any thoughts on that? Um, my initial thought is that it's not just black people. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I can understand why uh, uh, somebody would ask that question. Um, it might be more prominent 
I feel like from an outsider's view, I feel like black people are not ashamed of liking bigger women, which is good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck. Um, versus like Asian guys don't have that same like love. You know what I mean? Like if yeah, that actually well for most for the generally speaking, I'm not saying all Asians, but generally speaking, Asian people are much more slender than most of America. Well, that's what I was that's what I was going to go to is I don't think it's race at all. I think it's basic human psychology that you model your partners a lot of times after your parents. So, I read something about a study that, you know, people who had parents or let's say family members that are larger tend to be in relationships with people larger cuz they're just more comfortable with it. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I okay. think that's yeah. so. That's just from a psychological standpoint. I think the question, though, is tinged. No offense, with a fat shaming thing. <laughs> because <laughs> why do you care? Like you know what I mean? Or like why is it a curiosity? Because that means to them, they can never see liking a, a larger woman and. And so that's why they're asking the question because right. they don't feel it, they don't understand it. You know what I mean? Well, I don't, I don't discriminate, mm-hmm. right? But there obviously is a size that I'm, that I'm uncomfortable with. Like if you're like, you know, well over two hundred pounds, mm-hmm. like I, there's just the attraction is. I mean, unless you're fucking tall as shit, you know what right, I mean? You got to be pretty tall. Like it's just it's it's in a, to me a, a personal attraction thing. All right, right. Um, but if it's just like a curvy woman that might be a little bit larger, there's actually scientific data on why people in general like curvier women it's mm. because of the the shape of the hips lets you know that they're more fertile and yeah it's like more fer- and not gonna probably childbirth yeah, yeah exactly no that's all that's definitely biological too like the the flesh of their skin things like that yeah um but yeah i think it just comes down to comfort and i think i mean the truth is uh if we're gonna go deeper i think blacks and latinos store fat better well, mesomorphic, yeah, yeah. Because Asians are skinny as fuck, and they look sickly sometimes. <laughs> they just don't store it. Like you could eat. I know plenty of Asians that eat a lot, and they just it just disappears somehow. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, that's evolution, and uh, uh, so I don't well, know. You know what's funny is that most African American people are inherently slender. Mm. Right, but it's just the American diet that fucks it all. This for everybody, right? Well, it's, that's that exactly it right. It's yeah. it's it's a reflection of the the cultural impact of American dieting and stuff like that. Because yeah. it's just like if you look at Native Americans, like they're not built for alcohol. No. So no. once you introduced alcohol, it created this whole subset of problems. So I guess like black people, I think their bodies are highly efficient, like in a lot of ways. So, them probably, and now I'm just, this is conjecture, but them probably being larger is a reflection of, like, when your body processes more of that type of diet than you're supposed to. Yeah. It's going to store it in a different way than, like, for instance, an Asian person, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, but I'm just kind of getting off track, but I I, I guess, what what is your take on this question? Uh, I mean, I know for me personally, like, I, I don't really like super skinny chicks right. because I feel like it, this is going to sound stupid as fuck, but like, I don't want to hurt a chick when we're fucking, you know what I mean? It's like, I feel like if you're like too skinny, it's like, what he's saying better be he some fucking cushion there. yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> dude, I feel bad. But yeah, it's just like, I, I, I can't speak for obviously all African Americans, but uh, me personally, I, I do like uh, a chick that isn't 
skinny. So yeah, I like them all. I like uh, all women. I've dated yeah. all shapes and sizes. I dated. I went on on a date with a chick that was like, man, she <laughs> she was so huge. She looked like the the puffy guy from Big Hero Six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bay- Baymax. Yeah, like literally <laughs> the body and size. Like I could have jumped into her body wow. as like a mech suit, like <laughs> yeah. fucking fat. She was so huge when she hugged me. She like basically was like hugging a little child. Yeah, and I looked at her and I was like, I could still do this. Like mm-hmm. I, uh, I always wanted to, you know, fuck a waterbed. <laughs> fuck a waterbed. You're gonna piss people off. It doesn't matter. So that, you know, no yeah. matter which way you roll, you're not gonna fall off. <laughs> Might be the next just episode. being an asshole. Actually, no, I can't, I can't put the F word in there. It would be funny in the name of the episode, though, if it was fucking waterbeds. But I just pissed off. Hey, but hold on. But the whole point of the story is what I'm saying is I don't discriminate against anybody. I, that way I did make a poor joke at, at their expense. But um, she, I'm the vice versa, could make a joke that I was like a fucking little uh, Asian doll toy to fuck or something, <laughs> you know? So whatever. Um, I like them all. Although I will have to say, if a girl's too skinny, I did discover that you can't... There's no ass to grab onto. Yeah, that's another your thing hand, too. your fingers literally just slide off of their ass, and there's no, you know, I think yeah, there's it's nice to have a little. Actually, you know what? That might be a good point because um, the whole ass thing. Because I fucking love asses, all right, mm-hmm. and I think that has to do with just being black. Because uh, generally speaking, African Africans and African Americans they have an ass on them. Like yeah. it, there's just the way we're built. Yeah, and I think. Uh, just knowing that, I prefer having a chick with an ass. And you're not going to see a, su- a super skinny chick with a big ass, so... I mean, I've never seen a skinny chick that put a lump in my throat and made it hard to swallow. Yeah. But I've seen some <laughs> fucking beautiful asses where I'm just yeah. like, my God throat damn. goes numb. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, damn, I'm thirsty as fuck right now. What the hell happened? So, yeah, um, that's just us, though. There's people who like skinny chicks, and yeah. I like skinny chicks, too, actually. I, I, I like them all, so... Yeah, I mean, I, I won't discriminate, but I do have preferences. Everybody so, has preferences. Yeah. My preference is a little bit of... A little bit of cushion. All right. Uh, we talked. No, you can ask this question. All right. What uh, do you think the Asian American and African American communities are saying about the presidential election results uh, to themselves behind closed doors? Mm, so the African American community, from what I've seen, generally speaking, they're really worried about all this uh, racist shit. Like they're super worried I think about. Asians are the same. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah That's probably all I've same. heard. Yeah. It's just racism basically coming forefront in in American in America again. So. I mean, there's no conscious minority that could listen to what he said and be like comfortable. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah, that's right. Thank you. That's um, yeah. Get rid of all my family, please do. Especially yeah. <laughs> shit about Mexicans. I was just like, I mean, he said some heinous stuff. Like, man. we should be making. To me, we should be making immigration to America easier, not harder. Mm. You know what I mean? Like all the folks that are here. Like, if you're not a fucking criminal. And you came to America and you're working a job. As long as you're paying taxes, I don't really give a fuck. So make them fucking citizens. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I said, as long as they're not fucking criminals. Um, but just become a productive member of society pay taxes. You know? True. Which uh, President Trump didn't do. But, you know, whatever. No. <laughs> but it was legal for him, you know, at the time. So. President-elect. Yeah, president. Well, he's going to be president soon. He could have a heart attack tomorrow. That's true. Yeah. Could get assassinated. He could. Very true. I am wondering what the what the what the odds are on the over under of how long he lasts. I think they're going to be like, are is he going to play ball or is he going to be? This is something that actually I've been thinking about. Yeah. All right, because the type of person that he is is that I think if he saw some fucked up shit that happened, yeah, uh, in government, right, 
I don't think he could stop from saying that's what I'm saying. It. And I think that could lead to his downfall. I think they're going to take him saying. on a convertible ride yeah. down in fucking Texas. <laughs> and that's going to be What I'm it. saying is I totally agree. I thought of that <laughs> exact same situation. And I would not be surprised at all. Yeah. I'd be like, yep, that's what happens when you don't play ball. But at the same time, though, um, I don't want a president to play ball anymore with uh, corporations and fucked up secrets. You know what I mean? Like, I understand uh, certain military secrets. But when it comes to, like, who's paying who under the table... Like, I think they should be, you know, shown the light. I think that all mm, of these fucking hard, lobbyists. Though. Yeah, but it, it needs to happen. Because that, that's like one of the most, the highest reason why the government's corrupt is because of all these fucking lobbyists. And I think if yeah. they could fix that by showing, you know, oh, they're paying all this money to this person or to that person. I think that'd be fucking great. But he might get killed. But you know what? Yeah. He's an asshole I think anyway, they will so. all get killed. I think, you know, there has to be some sort of popular revolt for things to change. I think it might be coming, but yeah. I, I don't think it's it, it's not enough. People, no, I don't think so. People are too comfortable with their uh, their their lives with their Xboxes. Yeah, yeah. And now that cannabis is legal, nobody's gonna give a fuck. At least in California, people mm. people kind of yeah, care, but not really. Not really. All right, you want to take the next one? What do you think the Asian American African American community? Oh no, that's you just said that. Can you both discuss your thoughts on the cultural differences between, with disciplining children and how that impacts American society when those children become adults? So that's like a continuation of what we talked about last time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the important part is impacts American society when the children become adults. I don't know. You want to go first on this? Yeah, so I think that, again, generally speaking, uh, African-American community is uh, okay with uh, violence against children. Uh, sp- call it spanking, beating, whatever you want, but it's violence against children. And I think that is a contributing factor on why we have a lot of violence in our community mm. because it, show, it shows true. a child right away this is right. how you solve problems. Correct. That makes sense. Yeah. And I understand that other ethnicities have you know the same type of disciplining, but I don't know if it's the same extent of the African American communities because like there's there were times where we we're like we were getting beat a lot and it's just like dude what the fuck you know I think this that was more similar in asian american cultures probably a generation ago mm-hmm. up to i feel like my friends and people i know were probably the the last generation dealing with that kind of like physical abuse type stuff mm-hmm. so in terms of american communities or oh, uh, affecting society i think that uh asians are just focused on making money and uh uh, expanding their presence in entertainment and stuff like that. So, uh, so I don't know. My, I guess the only maybe fear that I could talk about is that too many Asians are way more eager to whitewash themselves and mm. give up their cultural identity. Yeah. And there's actually much less uh, of like that cultural bonding over generations. Um, so that to me is is definitely not that positive, um, and that's probably more something to have a discussion about. But that so it impacts society by, I guess you could say in a way, um, supporting white privilege. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> in a way, I mean, I'm drawing a very far line, but in the sense that. You know, you're condoning that culture fully if you give up yours and just try to become theirs. Yeah, I mean, there, there's two aspects of this, right? Like, I think it's the so it's a melting pot in America, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's great that we're all Americans that we all have a similar American culture, 
But at the same time, I mean, you can, it's there's still plenty of room to keep your own culture, and then to actually integrate that culture back into America. I think that's actually more important than losing your culture. Right. Um, I, I think it's very important, very important that we all communicate on the same level. At this point, it's English, right? So I think if we all speak English, that's the basics of uh, you know society. Really, is communication. So beyond that, I don't really give. I mean, keep using you, keep uh, your culture flourishing. In America, as long as we can communicate, I, I don't really care. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but I think like there's a lot of good things that came from other um, ethnicities that were integrated into. Oh, I agree. American I society. think everybody needs to bone each other. So yeah, I, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, <laughs> no, really, it's not that big a deal to me. To be honest, the disappearing of the Asian culture. So um, because the thing is, we're trying to work towards being actually global. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where like the race lines and cultural lines are more faint all around the world so everybody can have a pride in being an international citizen as opposed to just a tribal citizen you know yeah it's funny actually this is going to lead to our next question mm-hmm. okay. um so question number five oh, no numbers for you guys sure behind the scenes no mm-hmm. um says you have both uh traveled extensively for those who haven't mm, okay what are some of the cultural travel lessons that you think uh could benefit everyone uh, traveling That's a good question. is one of the best things you can do to become a complete person. Um, I agree. Yeah. Once you leave the United States, I think you will realize just how fucking dumb some of your thoughts were in the United States. Like you think that, oh, I'm so proud to be black. I'm so bad, proud to be African-American. But then you go to like Europe or Asia and it's like, oh, you're just American. They're just like, okay. Yeah. Like it's, it's not a big deal. It's like they don't, they don't really see you as black. They just see you right. as American. Right. Like I went to Africa. It was the same thing. They're like, oh, you're American. Yeah. I was like, yeah, like they don't care, like they don't want to put the African part in front of there because to to them you're not. Yeah, cause, oh, well I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, I'm, I'm so far removed from yeah, true. Africa, it, it's kind of ridiculous at this point. I mean I'm, I'm closer to being Barbadian than African. So all right, I I do agree. When I went to Korea, I remember um, I had this movie moment where I'm like walking around and everybody that I'm looking at looks like my uncle or my friend's <laughs> dad. And it was a surreal experience, like, to, you know, step into a, a world where it is literally you're completely surrounded by people that are your technically your people. Yeah. And uh, and I was so happy. And I'm like, oh. And then, like, really quickly with the first couple of interactions, I realized, like, oh, they all don't give a fuck about me because I'm just American. Yeah. And they're all going to try and rip me off the way they would <laughs> any American. Yeah. I remember it really hit home when I was trying to buy this, like, gift for somebody and uh this grandma like 80 year old something <laughs> tried to shortchange me Damn. because the funny thing is when i got to korea the my i didn't speak korean so the first thing oh that's where you fucked up i did well, that's why i was an american <laughs> i was a true american to them but the first thing i learned was how to count money oh so this fucking lady tried to shortchange me and like it happened like a whole bunch of times where they just thought oh this guy doesn't speak english or korean or doesn't understand whatever and they would try and like give me less money back from what what i spent that and, is so uh, funny i know i'm like that's yeah. so dirty and they just looked at me with no no brotherly sisterly feelings so oh it was the I same was like, africa was like similar yeah. yeah they tried to rip me off a lot but that going that being said uh the key cultural travel lessons you think you could benefit i think the first lesson is shut your mouth yeah be do respectful. not <laughs> fucking say your opinion of what somebody is doing or should be doing coming from a place of total different values. You know what I mean? Um, 
just shut up and observe because that's what you're there for. You know what I mean? Like, be have an open mind and understand that you might not agree with some of the ways that people behave, but to them, that's normal. So learn what it is that's normal and then figure out what parts you can appreciate and keep and enjoy or whatever. Um, but don't don't go to somebody else's country and think that you are the top dog there and try yeah. and like, you know, uh, have this superiority that or what it, you know what it is. I'll see ignorant travelers who are frustrated that they don't have the comforts of home in some <laughs> third world country. Yeah. It's like, dude, they don't even have ice for your soda. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like you're not going to get everything you want, you know, and uh, and also on the flip side, a more positive way to say it is is take joy in in letting go of your identity for a little bit and and kind of like trying to be like the locals you know what i mean like when i was in morocco i was really trying to like not letting them translate or speak english i was really trying to like learn how they communicate and i was picking up their french and arabic phrases and stuff yeah and i remember when we were shooting at the mosque you know they just had like this huge bathroom but it's literally all floor stalls <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck. I was like, well, when you take a shit, because I take a lot of shits, and I was like, how do you wipe your ass? And they were like, oh, well, you got the faucet. And I was like, fuck. So I want to, like, squat down on this thing. I'm going to take a shit. I got to get my hands wet, wipe my ass, and then I got to wash my hand after and pretend like I didn't just wipe my ass with just water so, <laughs> and yeah. no soap. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm in like this huge mosque. It's like a like a like a third largest mosque in the world. They don't have a problem with it. I'm I'm just going to I'm going to go for it, you know. So there there's two points to that story <laughs> that are well, that people probably don't know. All right. So first of all, if you're in an Arabic country, don't shake hands with your left hand. That's the hand that that's the hand they wipe their hand, their ass with. Actually, it's in India too. It's the same deal. Um Oh and, fuck, you should have told me that. I wiped uh, with my right. Oh, yeah. You got wipe your left, dude. Um, uh, that that eliminates all problems, and then also, it's hilarious that people always like kind of poo poo that in America. Oh, you wipe your hand, you you wipe your ass with uh, with, with water with right. your hand, but right. it's like, look, um, you wipe your ass with uh, basically paper, right? Like toilet paper. Yeah. Like if I took some shit and then put it on your arm, would you just take toilet paper and just wipe it off and just that? Oh, it's clean. Is that yeah. what you would do? Yeah. No, you would wash it, right? Yeah. So that's that's what they do. They use they wash their ass. In most places they they'll wash their ass and then they'll obviously wash their hands with soap and water, but it's just like right. don't be so quick to like shit on it when it's like hey, their asshole's probably cleaner than yours. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, they they don't have as many dingleberries. And also <laughs> squatting is better for you. It is. I got a squatty potty in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Squat yeah. elevating your knees is very important. Um So yeah, but the thing is I took it as an enjoyment cuz I'm like, wow, I get to shit in a really holy place. This is cool, you know, and I'm shitting just like they did shit. So, you know, um, what are your initial uh, cultural travel lessons? Yeah, I think it's uh, definitely enjoy the culture Mm because you're you're a guest. Yeah, use all this as a learning experience because like all the cultural stuff is so fucking awesome. Even the parts that kind of suck, it's just it's different, but it's still kind of awesome. It's something you're not going to see, you know, in America normally, you know. Yeah. And you know what? For people that are have hesitations about travel. Um, it is truly one of those experiences where you don't have to intellectualize or know how you're going to change for the better. Just throw yourself in because it's it's different and exciting. And once you do, you will be changed. You will discover things about yourself that you had never even imagined. So it's kind of like a way of just 
blowing your own mind in a way. Yeah. You know? You'll be such a, a better person for my... Especially if you travel to, like, not first world countries. Like, travel to a second or third world country, I think it, they do a lot of folks some good. I mean, it's definitely statistically proven that people who travel have higher, um, uh, like, satisfaction rates in, in their development and life in a lot of ways. That's why, actually, I was just talking today about how Kennedy started the Peace Corps, which was huge for people, is this idea of going to another country and like trying to help yeah you know what i mean and if you think about it those kind of values were the foundations of like hippies that were the foundation of you know culture that we have it as today you know so um i actually think to lend more to that mm -hmm. i actually think that there should be mandatory civil, civil i agree service. yeah really, i think yeah. if your iq is under a certain level yeah. Instead of being conscripted in the army, you got to go to the Peace Corps for a year or two. Yeah. Or even if you just don't want to happen to want to join the army or something like that. You right. Know, there there right. should be other options. But I'm saying yeah. you could have fixed a lot of those crazy people yeah. if they had just traveled somewhere. And, um, and they would just be so much better. Because I think a, a lot of people, they're, they're, they have, they're such up their own ass because they think that America is like the be-all, end-all. They haven't really seen anything really fucked up in their entire life. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, it's it's it kind of goes back to saying like you don't know what pleasure is if you don't if you don't know what pain is. Yeah, and it's true. Like there's always a yin and yang to everything. Americans have the best of everything, so it's very hard to actually quantify like how much better it is. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and if for nothing, go to another country that has less than you just so that you will take even more pleasure sitting on your couch and oh, playing yeah. Xbox for 10 hours straight because <laughs> you could do that shit. You know what I mean? Like, um, when you come back home, it's fucking awesome. Right. <laughs> no, it's amazing. I love coming home and, um, I've traveled a lot and I still haven't been somewhere where I'm like, it's actually better than the Bay area. Bay area. We happen to live in one of the best places in the world. Oh, for sure. For, yeah. On a lot of levels. So, um, but yeah, I think, uh, that's a good question, and hopefully they get to pick us place. It's not that hard to travel, you know. You just yeah. got to do it. It's cheap. Yeah. At what point do you draw the line on racist comments about your ra races from friends of a different race? I don't accept that shit. Yeah, I don't accept that at all. Like, once you start using <laughs> like racial slurs, friends. Yeah, I'm just like... I don't... I, I, uh, I think that's us, though. We could apply that question... Like, for instance, if you were, like, the only Asian guy raised in an all-white county, mm -hmm. you're probably going to experience a lot of racist shit in high school or growing up or whatever. Yeah. Um, I guess it's just a question of what kind of friends do you want to have? And do you want to stand up for yourself if you have a problem with their comments? And... If you are going to stand up for yourself, then are you willing to not have friends? Well, <laughs> until you find the right ones. Yeah, I can't. I can't have a, a racist friend. That's not a friend to me. No, you exactly. What I mean? That's what I mean. Yeah. That's because you have a very strong line. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's probably other people that are like maybe the token minority. Yeah, and they're going to endure a lot of like probably. It's probably more like small bullshit things. Like I remember yeah. like. Uh, I forgot what school it was that they were all doing like the chinky eyed photos. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It was like uh, it was. I think it was in Texas or somewhere, but it was like some college, and it's like it's like a group group full of white people all doing the chinky eye things, and there's this one Asian guy that's doing it too. Wow! And all the Asian people were like, "What the fuck?" Dude? Somebody's got to fucking slap that. Dude. Yeah, so I mean, what's wrong with you? Yeah. So I, but I understand you're young, it's peer pressure and all that stuff, and you you're whitewashed, but. Um, 
I think the point is that if you're going to ask this question, at what point do you draw the line? That means that there is a line for you and you got to you got to decide where you draw it. And then you got to have the fucking balls to uphold it, you know, because because yeah. I've definitely um, hung out with or worked or met people who would make like an offhand comment. And then instead of me trying to like engage and like change their opinion, I just let them know. That I'm like, yo, like that doesn't, that shit doesn't fly here. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You have to let them know. And just let them know. Some people might not know that they're wrong until you. Until right, you tell and them. sometimes it's not even racist in their mind. They're yeah. just saying something that is an ignorant belief that they've been taught or whatever. So that's what I'm saying is I don't try to hate on them or change them, you know, unless they're asking for that kind of input. But yeah. but I just let them know that in my presence that shit does not happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question though, because yeah, I think a lot of people they, they let shit slide, and it's just like it, that. I think it's your duty if it offends you at at all. You gotta let them know, right? You know, so exactly, and that's with anything, not just racist comments, but just people try and take advantage of each other, and they peer pressure each other, and you know, all sorts of things. It could, it just it's about having your personal um, value system and upholding it. You know, it's weird. Um, I'm thinking now as an adult, like peer pressure. Is only like a thing when you're young, really, because you don't is. really get peer pressure when Unless you're Unless you're like working on Wall Street and you never grew up and you're yeah, still that yeah. frat boy or, you but, know what I mean? Like, but I think for most healthy adults, though, it, has to, it lends back right. to that you you found your friends. You know what I mean? Like these mm, they, these are your road dogs. Right. And you usually true. have similar, you might have some differing opinions, but, usually but core values are the same. Stepping over, it's true. Like my core friends are all, you know, good decent people by my standard yeah you know and uh uh you're right there's there's not really peer pressure if you're if you're getting peer pressured when you're over 30 (laughs) you might have missed the bus yeah you gotta (laughs) reevaluate where you are in life you're gonna have to change your environment yeah yeah i I can't even honestly think the last time i was really peer pressured unless it was like drink 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 or some shit like that which was funny but um, that's kind of else. a social peer pressure that yeah. still happens once in a while, but it's more like when you get older, it's like, I haven't seen you in a long time. Just have a drink with me. Yeah, or, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, come on over. It's more like because they want to include you yeah. as opposed to, you know, kids being like making you feel like you're stupid for not being part of it or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So I had a question for you, sure. which is a question I can answer or I'll have to ask myself too. Is I was thinking like, obviously our opinions are very specific to us. In the sense that we as individuals probably are outliers compared to most of our kin, bre- yeah, brethren. Yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> right? Uh, so that leads me to ask you, what kind of black man are you? Um, I'm just a guy. All right. I think... <laughs> so uh, you're the humble, <laughs> humble outside the box thing? I'm yeah. saying like there's, there's different... This is how I see it: is nobody wants to be stereotyped or labeled. However, I do believe that just it's almost like we're car models. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like there's a there's a manufacturer which would be black or Korean or whatever, and then there's different models. And yeah, I might be a little different. I mean, obviously different than another person, but. I will find a subset group of people that I could say have similar values, similar upbringing, similar interests, similar kind of subversive thought or whatever. So I was just wondering, like, what 
maybe rather than saying what kind of black man are you is what areas of your personality or interests do you think uh define you the most yeah so that, that's a good question so f- the first one that really i guess defines me is just being uh like a decent man yeah and i think that's one of my core things is just sure. like treating people the way that i think i should be treated right. is you know and then being able to really help people right Right, I think those are those are very important to me, and then also like yeah. there's also the the super fucking nerdy side of me, mm-hmm. where I'm like, you know, I've been in IT for fucking twenty years, twenty years, Jesus Christ, <laughs> you know, and I've been doing all this, you know, tech shit for like the longest time. So I think that's one of the reasons why I'm I'm vastly well, not vastly different, but I'm, I'm different from most African American males that you'll talk to is because first of all. Um, I started doing computer shit before it was cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I've been That's so ingrained. That's cred right there. Yeah. I've been so ingrained in that technology field that I, I, I missed the boat on a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but for better or for worse, you know, like I, when I go to work, um, nobody looks like me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that, but that's that's just the way it is. That's and then, just what happened. Yeah. And then like a, a while ago. But you ago, also will choke fools out. Yes, yes. That's another thing is like self-defense is a, is a huge part And of you it. were in the military. Yeah, but those but are you're all... not a warmonger. No. So no. there's you have a lot of dichotomies going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's <laughs> why it's like when I tell people like, I'm, I'm like pretty much like an independent. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, all, I'm in the middle. It's because of all my life experiences. Like all that shit culminated in me sitting in the middle. Mm. And like I... A while back, I stopped even really thinking about myself as just like a black guy. I'm just like, I'm just mm. a guy. And that I think, true. I hope that people just see me as like a human. Like the color of my skin really shouldn't mm-hmm. matter that much, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, but but I still think that if we just thought of each other as like just human beings, that'd be great. But obviously, mm-hmm. in society nowadays, they put a lot of value on, on what But there's still, is. I mean, we want to be judged as humans, but obviously you're still from the black manufacturer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you care about Power Man and Iron Fist more than you would care about... I read them all. I read them all. I know, but when a black man wins... You're saying you don't get an extra satisfaction as like kind of like part of your. Uh... It depends. It depends on the black guy. Really, it does. Yeah. Like, I, I, oh yeah, I noticed yeah. you're very balanced in that sense. But what I'm saying is, we still have core cultural issues that hit home closer to us. Yes, than, yes. Like if Korea, South Korea, got nuked and got wiped off the fucking face of the planet, I would gotcha. be pretty devastated. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, if all the black people in America disappeared like why the last man or something right and you were like the last one that would mean something to you, you know that, I mean? it, it, yeah you're right it would but th- this is the problem like when you talk about stuff like that it's like it's still it's human life lost like I would be equally as sad yes. as if somebody blew up fucking Europe like I don't mm. I have no as far as I know European ancestry probably do mm-hmm. but if if everybody fucking died there I'd be like damn that fucking sucks you know what I mean so you're kind of like in the Omega Man class of being like more balanced in different areas and trying to be as progressive and and or maybe not progressive is the word but as like evolved in each area that you can i'm trying yeah i'm trying to make myself a better person a warrior thinker nerd yeah well human it's funny (laughs) before you coined the phrase of of uh, omega man yeah um, I considered myself either either an alpha geek or right. the re- uh, cool. or the reluctant alpha because uh, I am an alpha male, but it's with some hesitation. It has a humility to it. Yeah, because people want me to like lead ship, and I'm like, you guys should probably learn how to like lead yourselves. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I'm a team lead at, at work, and I didn't even fucking want that job. Like when they said we're gonna make it a team, that I was like, are you fucking sure? I was like, I don't really, 
I don't like people problems, mm. but I'll help people. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like, it, it's a weird, you're right. It's dichotomies in my life that, that are kind of fucking weird. Like That's people offer me leadership days. roles, but I don't really necessarily want them, you know? So yeah, you definitely have a reluctant hero aspect. Um, so do I. Um, yeah. What, what, what about you, man? What about, <laughs> what about me? I, uh, similar to you, I think, um, not as nerdy because I never learned coding. Actually, I wish I did. I know just a tiny bit. I, I don't like coding. It's... Well, either way, I'm not in the IT industry. I'm a little bit more on the artsy, fartsy side. Yeah. Um, I, I would say I'm an artist, poet, thinker, warrior, leader. You're also a pretty good realist. That's one of the reasons why when I first met you that I, I liked you is because you're on that panel yeah. with people that all had this certain mindset. And you were just like, well, I got my mindset. Fuck it. Right. Like, you're not going to hear what I have to say, but you right. said it anyway. <laughs> you know, know. what I mean? <laughs> um, I try to be as, as self-aware and, and real and balanced as possible. Um, I do realize, though, I do have uh, some piss-in-your-eye kind of I don't know what kind of spirit that would be, but it's kind of like the um, person that enjoys uh, or is willing to be unpopular to be able to say, like, the true opinion. Yeah. Which a lot of times I'm is the same way. pissing yeah. your eye. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so the people that want things to be safe and simple and all, all the same. Um, <laughs> that is funny. I think, you know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give ourselves a compliment and say that I think we are part of the new, newer class of people that are aware that there are a lot of problems in the world and we're just trying to be like better people ourselves and, yeah. and better people in society, whatever that means, you know what I mean? But we're just trying to find that and, and that to me is like the first step in developing that new culture of yeah. you know, people who are who are okay with differences just not okay with um you know hate and stupid shit like that yeah i think uh <laughs> especially in today's days mm-hmm. um considering what just happened is that i think it's really important to remember that no matter who the fuck the head monkey is you can still make yourself a better person exactly and it's more like i feel the same way it's more incentive to be a better person if you are feeling that there's something gone wrong because for all the finger pointing from liberals, like, oh, the horror. It's like, you guys let it happen. Like, yeah. y'all lazy motherfuckers didn't vote. Like, I voted. Like, fucking... Uh... And it's okay if you don't want to vote. But don't point a fucking finger if you're not really getting involved. Like, you're just you're just being lazy. Yeah, and don't lie to yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, people are just fucking lying to themselves. Oh, I'm going to move to Canada. No, you're fucking not. Right. I mean, yeah, Canada's kind of cool, but it's not America. Like... Other countries, they range from meh to fucking awful. Like, seriously. Like, oh, and not only that, those people I realized, because I was one of those people for a moment, and then I realized those people are the reason why Hillary lost, because <laughs> those motherfuckers would rather run, and they're fucking probably the same people that are fucking just, like, talking out their ass on social media. You know what I mean? Versus if you really cared about the country and you really felt like it was going in the wrong direction, that means you have an obligation to stay and try and make an impact yes. to, to make it better in your vision or whatever. Become so. a mayor, fucking senator, yeah. like work your like, way up. Yeah, exactly. Like just So I think people who want to run because they're unhappy are definitely cowards. Don't fucking run. Like, 
unless you've given up and you you think there's nothing left to do and you just want to live a different life, then fine. Well, the, the funny part about that whole range of thinking is that people just pretend that other parts of the world don't have problems too. Right. They're just they're not American problems, but they're still fucking problems. Yeah, and that's like you said, it's like mad to terrible. Like I think there's probably in terms of like advanced civilizations cities there's probably only like maybe less than a half dozen cities you could really go to and have like a comparable level of life yeah. but, you know but then there's drawbacks that's the thing is yeah, that and then there's drawbacks there are some cool ass places that you can live but there's drawbacks <laughs> that nobody's thinking about like the high crazy high tax rates on most places like they don't even think about that shit or the price of gasoline where it's like fucking five dollars a gallon it's like nobody thinks of that shit yeah i mean I'm, trust me, America has it good. Or at least, I'm not going to talk about the poor middle Americans or poor people in general, but in our in our social class, we have it, like, the best, pretty much. Because yeah. you went to Hong Kong, which is a major city in the world, I went shopping for, like, shampoo, and they were, like, all knockoff shampoos. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, holy shit, I'm like, this is some first world problem complaints for me to be like i can't find my pantene pro v I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, but what i'm saying is it blew my mind that there was not even one real brand to choose from yeah. that i'm in a huge shopping store with you know 50 different shampoos and they all look like they're chemically terrible for me you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like i was like damn the standard of living is truly across the board is just higher in the states you know yeah, it's uh, <laughs> and the fact well, that this just the shit that we can do, like just driving across the country, you can't do in a lot of places. Yeah, yeah, it's just or the fact that we can even travel it to whatever country we want. Like yeah. so many other countries, they got to go through a lot of bullshit to even try and get out. For now, yeah. For now, I think now we got President Trump. Maybe they'll start building walls on us. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Canada's going to talk about Russia. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, right. I think that's a good podcast. Nice. Hopefully, you guys liked it. Talked a little shit. Yep. All right. Cool. Black and yellow. We're out this bitch. Black and yellow. <laughs>